recording in front. What is? Oh, your Duolingo. Two hundred day Duolingo. Congrats! Oh, hell yeah! Congrats! How do you? Of French to make up for how much how good you are at Duolingo. I say I can kill myself now. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> no. That's not what what are you learning? Well, I'm learning French. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah, that's I took I took French for seven years in high school. Did you? I, you took seven years of high school. I took French for seven years of high school, asshole. You took, you were in high school for seven years? No, it's middle school and high school combined. Oh, like, that's sick. Like that's I like took, school, school. like I took Latin for five years, but I started in eighth grade. Wait, and then, Alyssa, did you take Latin? I, I don't know if so we bad. all knew that. <laughs> I took Fuck Spanish for two off. years and then forgot all of it the second <laughs> I left Spanish class. Uh, I also took Spanish for two years and I got a comment on AO3. I'm recording right now. This is fine. Um, fine. <laughs> I got a comment on AO3 in Spanish and I actually could read it. And I was so surprised. It was, it was something like this made me cry, but I loved it. <laughs> That's adorable. That's very I, cute. I, with Spanish, I'm in a weird middle ground where if I hear it, I understand it. If I read it, I understand it, but I can like form a fucking sentence to save my life. Mm. I don't know grammar. Anything. Yeah, I was really good at um, speaking or not. Sorry, speaking. I was good at reading and writing Spanish, but I could not speak it. Um, and my roommate, shout out to my roommate who doesn't know Liz listen to this podcast, but knows it exists. She is a fluent Spanish speaker, and we used to do Spanish words of the days, and then we kept forgetting to do them. Aww. So no, I'm not good at Spanish. <laughs> you tried. You tried. I tried. Uh, just. Um, attempt points. Do do we want a little? Do we want a little foley? Sure, of go what? for it. Go for it. Of my yeah. Monster Energy drink. What kind of yeah, monster? Yeah, do your monster review until we, we get have a, a sponsorship. Kind of Everyone has to shut up so that we can hear it. Mmm, okay. that is Thank good. You. Today we have um, Monster Energy Ultraviolet, which is they actually tried this on NADPOD Energy Drink Sommelier, and Murph fucking hated it. Because he was like, basically, he said it doesn't taste enough like battery acid. Like it doesn't taste bad. Um, ah. Brian Murphy, in this one respect, I disagree with you, but in all other respects, I support you unconditionally. This has been Energy Drink Sommelier with Emmett. Yes. Monster, please sponsor us. I miss Energy Drink Sommelier because my father called me to ask me how my day is going. That, I was there for that. God, Brian, what a piece of shit doxing my father on live tv just kidding it's fine live tv huh we're on live tv yeah, yeah for sure oh, we're america's so watching guys america's watching oh lord this is just like when david archuleta did not win american idol this is for us early 2000s kids just kidding the only reason i know that is because it was mentioned on an episode of iCarly in like 2006 i know you'll see is that copyrighted probably <laughs> i also thought that but i don't think we sang enough of it like yeah. uh, in also, case, who would just, sue us? And, I, and our I 55 followers. Out, and replace it with like insert iCarly opening theme. <laughs> Rehearsal <laughs> tracks. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. Many theater kids just get a very painful. Oh, yeah. Track. All we used were rehearsal <laughs> tracks on it. Rehearsal tracks. I wish we could invite the recording in progress Zoom Woman and Door podcast. Stop as a guest. <laughs> as a guest. <laughs> but she's mm. only allowed to say recording in front. 
I want the, the rehearsal tracks later to do it. Yes. Maybe once we get that monster sponsorship. Yeah. Like a uh, uh, fucking FNAF security breach of Freddy memes. The Vanessa. Vanessa, I'm a material girl. Speaking of Spanish, there is one in Spanish <laughs> that's like Vanessa. Yeah. Five minutes ago, man. What were we recording? <laughs> Five minutes ago is oh, when we started Trinity, talking about that. Talk- Trinity, talk about the video because I've heard you talk to me about it probably 15 times and I still <laughs> haven't seen it. Wait, wait, I'll play the audio of it. Just <laughs> hold on. I love that. Oh, Jesus. It's like Vanessa. Vanessa why are we talking Spanish? in Spanish? <laughs> Yeah, it's like Vanessa. It's like Freddie. You're supposed to be on lockdown. And it's like Vanessa. Why are we talking in Spanish? But it's in uh, it's in Spanish. Like okay, pull it up. Then. I'm pulling it up. Can you guys hear this? Oh. I love it. I love it. I love over audio. The face Alyssa's making is my everything. Shut this out. It's me um, accidentally speaking. I know we need to, to like join friends. We need to all join these like 15 minutes early to get our sillies out. And then we need to like start a podcast. But instead we're like, we're catching up with our friends. Yeah, I I'm... just want to put on the record that I do always open these Zooms at least 15 minutes early. <laughs> and so... I have a chronic condition where I can't join a Zoom before but I'm five minutes before I'm supposed like to be there. 15 minutes. I th- I'm saying we all need to join it 15 minutes early. And hang out as friends because this keeps happening <laughs> i'm just saying Alyssa, i give you guys the opportunity like 15 minutes talking about a 90 day fiance before you guys came in so true this is true I gonna early but <laughs> <laughs> okay folks. i think i might be lactose intolerant but i'm in denial about it <laughs> <laughs> what has lactose in it that you've eaten the monster no i ate ice no. cream and i ate imagine if monster had milk in it no, that's, I think oh I just threw up a little in my mouth. But if you, the you idea. monster Ugh. milk and then you dip your, then you dip Mountain Dew Oreos in it. Mountain Dew Oreos. If you feed your cows monster, it will give out Mountain Dew. You know they're doing hard Mountain Dew with like alcohol in it. Oh God! Oh, God. <laughs> I Gamers that, about to that, go wild. First thing I learned: the one thing you put in your alcohol is a fucking a Red Bull or some shit. Yeah, like and vodka Red Bulls are a thing. Yeah, they're a thing, but like you, there, there is like science behind it that it's like the the caffeine uh, yeah. negates like the the depressant in the alcohol, so it's like you don't feel the effects of the alcohol, but the effects are still there. Well, right, but yeah. my mom was saying that it's like bad for you, like not like oh you might drink too like more than you can handle. Yeah. She was saying, but also my mom told me it was illegal to walk around without your license. <laughs> That is not true. Yes. I thought it was true until literally a year. You know, ago. you know that that thing like, uh, oh no, uh, pedestrians are part of transit too. Like you're driving your body, yeah. you're gonna have your license. I thought driving that women body. had prostates until like last year. Okay, wait. Well, also, what? same. Okay, Trin, I'm with what? you on that. No, no. Yes, what the no. fuck? Hold on. No, I, I again had bad sex education in my high school. Sorry, I did not also know. Also, not just women, people with vaginas. Sorry, but I yeah, had no, because no, I was so worried about getting prostate. <laughs> like I fucking <laughs> <laughs> no. So like I was so because I was telling my mom I was like, how do I not? I was like, when do I have to go get a prostate exam? Like, what age do I have to go do that? And my mom was like, 
newsflash you don't so you know how on bumble it says like you can like three <laughs> fun facts about yourself one of mine is that i didn't know that you that i didn't have me personally didn't have prostate find oh, <laughs> my god no are you are, are americans okay no i'm like for our sex ed we luckily we had i had good sex ed except for that we didn't i didn't i think they didn't like think that we needed to talk about that i mean but technically you didn't it's something like you don't get they had a rep from planned parenthood come in and like explain sex ed to us so it was like fine yeah um i had that as well but i didn't get it until my senior year of high school our lower freshman year high school we needed this earlier folks we needed this earlier i had too late like uh over here i had uh on second grade i had like the biology teacher explain everything to us and all but like at least once a year literal police uh would come into the schools and like police and doctors and stuff and they would like lecture us about uh stis and uh mm-hmm. what not to do and stuff like that because uh i went to a public school and that was kind of important so they did that every fucking year and the sad part is that they would show uh actually pictures of uh, disease that we could get if we didn't use protection and shit and like i i was always a very smart bean so i sat on the back and took off my glasses so i didn't (laughs) see shit oh (laughs) that would be so bad I just i i know that guys don't know about it i I can just hear you talking about all that nasty shit more sorry i just thought of this when you talked about the sti thing um did you guys i think it's only a california thing but my mm-hmm. California listeners, please know what I'm talking about. Um, it's called Engage Red with Asphalt. Engage with us at Roll for Rainbow. Right. It's I'm called too. Red Asphalt. And Red is, Asphalt? Yes. And it is something made by uh, the California Highway Patrol, the CHP, and um, to teach like about, about driver's ed. Um, and they show it in driver's ed classes. But it is video, like full, like uncensored footage of people dying in car accidents. <gasps> yeah, we watched that. Horrible. Yep. I yep, did yep. not. We yeah, I I remember they gave me like no warning and I like watched it and I like went home and cried. Like it's horrible. Dude, like fuck your triggers, right? Yeah, for real. Like full like like body horror, like some Call of Cthulhu shit. Like we're talking. Like yeah. it was bad. That's horrible. God. Yeah. I don't anyway. have a license, so I can't <laughs> confirm that they do that here, but the concept is familiar. Like, traumatize them into not doing the, anything, probably. Oh my god, yeah. The fear of God. What a great way to start this podcast, guys. Yeah, it's so fun! Uh, fun fact about the no. Uh, <laughs> hey guys, look, we're actually friends and we're interacting on camera. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hello, folks, and welcome back to Roll for Rainbow. I am your dungeon master, Alyssa Mandracina, and with me, I have our players. Oh, players. Hello, my name is Emmett. I play July Everglow, a light domain cleric. July's fun fact this week (laughs) is that she has eczema. (laughs) That's it. That's the fact. That is the fun fact you texted me to go, it's a secret what my fun fact is this week. <laughs> I, didn't want to eczema. Eczema. I didn't want to tell you because it was stupid. <laughs> but she has eczema because um, I have eczema and I used to be really self-conscious about it. Um, but July has never been self-conscious about anything in her life. So I feel like she can take it. Representation. 
skewed. Representation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's my turn. Hi, I'm Trinity, and I play Safria Farlake, a wildfire druid. And uh, Safria's fun fact this week is that her favorite animal is a lizard. She just likes a little lizard. Delightful. Any particular lizard, or yeah, things? like those ones you find on the street. Me and me and Emmett were doing that. I don't know if you saw it going around like Dungeons and Dragons Twitter, but it was like the like 25 questions or something to ask your yes. like unnecessary questions to ask your D&D character. Um, and I was going through that and it was like a favorite animal one. And I was like, great. Lizards. Love those guys. Shout out That's to it. them. Good job. That's adorable. Love that. Um, hi, I'm Julian. My pronouns are they, them. And I play Victor. And Victor's fun fact of the week is actually a, uh, kind of a meta fun fact his spell list of basically all of the spells that i've picked for him have significance like with his life basically everything is related to to something he has either thought or been through or felt i don't don't know how much how long will i be able to keep this up but pay attention to his spells that's some character work I have scorching ray because uh, fire. <laughs> no, mine, is like, mine is I have misty step because I like that spell. Like it's like fair enough. Okay. Um, before I continue with the last we left off in the land of Laskia, I do want to do a quick little trigger warning later on in the episode. Uh, I've I mentioned this briefly in passing, and it is part of one of your backstories. The the topic of public execution. Whoa. <laughs> It will not be described in detail. I do solemnly swear, but I am going to be like, this is when it's happening. This is when it's over and we move hey, on. Hey, yo, who the fuck? I'm just saying. July it- shot her grandfather in the marketplace. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've been stoned to death like in the lottery by Cheryl Jackson. <laughs> it's going to be me after Madalena goes back to with her husband. No, it is not. A, it is not a PC thing. It is, it is purely an interaction between NPCs. But I do Ooh. want you to know ahead of time that it is going to happen. And if at any point it feels too much, I I swear I'm not going into detail. But if it feels like too much. Say X. Give me an X, and we will move on, and it will not be talked about again. Cool. 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 Okay. Uh, last we left off in the land of Laskia, our party was dealing with a bit of conflict regarding morals. Victor came partially clean about what he did to Madalena, to the party, and then to the Countess herself, which went over better than most might have expected, but still not well. July questioned her place at the Wise Dandelion, but received some shocking, bold confessions from Mateus as a sign of reassurance that she should be here. Some gender revelations are had, some hair is braided, and a trip to the Falcon's finery is made. Everyone finds their gala outfits with varying degrees of enthusiasm. Everyone retires to the Wise Dandelion and everyone gets a long rest. And we will now enter about a week and a half of downtime in which I will ask you all what you are doing and we will just sort of time skip most of the mundane things unless there are specific things you would like to do. And that is where we are now. I have a list prepared of my tasks that I would like to accomplish. Okay, fun. If, if we're going to start with you, July, uh, then I will give you uh, something you notice. Hmm. Go ahead. I'm ready. Okay. So July, in this period of time, you notice something rather strange. I'd say within the first day after the trip to the tailor. As the sun sets on that first day, you realize that you did not receive a vision that day at all. No. 
Uh, for the first time in your memory, Eliora has not graced you with a vision. Your mind is still blissfully quiet, so you can tell that they're not there, um, at least not fully present. And if it weren't for the golden glowing eye that you stare at in the mirror, you'd wonder if you even had your powers at all. But no, you are still there, Cleric. It just seems that Eliora is taking a more hands-off approach. Is there anything you do with that? Well, we're going to fix that shit. Let me go in order. Um, so number one, I would like to attune to my little guy. Absolutely. Okay, you notice next. actually, uh, that the little guy, uh, rather than the generic little adventurer actually changes to look a little like you. Mm. Like eye patch and all very cute. So she'll That's disappear so into cute. the ether and be lost forever. Uh, if you go down. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's a when, not an if, but let us continue. Number two, I would like to pick up those stupid little tipper penny earrings that I had made forever ago. Yes, absolutely. You uh, go to uh, Catherine's stall. It is the same place it was before. She hands you uh, the tipper coin earrings in a nice little box. And then she also hands you another box. And she says, "I get, you gave me uh, three of these fun little coins and I was going to make you a necklace, but I noticed you already had one. Uh, so I decided to make it into a ring. You can decide to use it or not, but... Aww. Yes, I will take the ring. <laughs> Says, uh, thank you so much for your business. Thank you. Excellent. Okay, two tasks done. Almost halfway there, guys. Task number three. How did you know all this? What? How did you know that we were going to do so many tasks? Because Alyssa was saying like, oh, we're going to be doing downtime. So anything you want to get done before true the ball yeah so it's almost like i thought about it for more than five minutes yeah it's almost like i said that at the end of the last episode after we finished it's almost like i don't have goldfish brain i'm going first so that if you guys want to make lists you can you're so true you're welcome okay true angel number three i would like to talk to eliora just to let them know that i'm not mad anymore and they can come back or i'm not upset anymore around when do you make this request like you have 10 days after after like the day when I realized I didn't have a vision, like next morning, I'm like, hey girl, let's talk. Okay. Uh, so at that point you do receive a vision of sorts, uh, but it's not like the others. It's very much like the dream you had that brought you here. Eliora stands before you looking worse for wear. Uh, they managed to give you his tired smile though and gesture for you to take a seat uh, on a rock. What's wrong there. with you? Why do you look tired? You see so much hesitation and so much exhaustion and they say i've been I've been keeping myself busy your 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 friend made that request when we were talking and and then i've been looking out for for other things uh so not incredibly important you wanted to speak with me starshine yeah i just wanted to say that i'm not mad at you anymore and you can come back and live in my head understood uh and i do understand that my words don't have the weight that my actions might. I could apologize until I'm red in the face, but I know it doesn't matter. However, as a sign of good faith on my part, an olive branch, if you will, I have looked into your future and compiled a list of things that you might want to prepare for on your journey to Equable. Girl, what the fuck? All right. July doesn't say that, but- Oh my God, I do. Hey bitch, what the fuck? All right. (laughs) When you travel- out of Orland, you will want to take a back road rather than the one that passes by the main park. There will be an event. Well, it's very common in Laskia these days, isn't it? A, a public execution. 
do you know who it's of? Like, do they deserve it? Well, I guess that depends on your brand of justice, but... Uh, okay, my brand of justice. Alana's mother, uh, Mrs. <gasps> Oh no! She will Why? be no. She will be charged. Way. She will be charged with many things, and among them, the murder of Captain Trugar and the destruction oh. of the facility that you found Madalena in. No! Oh, oh my God! Alyssa, you fucking didn't. <laughs> so we have to go do that now, dude. You fucking didn't do that. <laughs> okay, but like, this is Emmett. Do we? I don't I did know. sell her I child, mean, as far as you know. It takes the heat off of us. Like, fuck. Okay, do you have anything else? On the road to Equable, there is a 75% chance that you will be attacked by bandits. Four of them, rather strong. You may be able to talk them out of attempting to kill you, but the odds are slim. The first strike will come for the carriage driver. If that succeeds, next will come for the carriage wheels. They will not harm the horses intentionally as they intend to use them to get away. If none of you pull any punches, as the mortal saying goes, I sense a 99.9% success rate. Variables exist and there is always the distinct possibility that people will not follow the probable paths, but yes, success is incredibly likely. Okay. And I, I believe that is all. Uh, as far as I can see, that is pertinent to the here and now. Okay. I I hope that is adequate, helpful. Yeah, totally. Are you going to, like, live in my brain again? Uh, if that is what you so desire. But... Get back in there. Uh, you Come see, on, buddy. Come uh, on, pal. Hop in. With the frizz? No way. <laughs> Not with the frizz. <laughs> Welcome back, Ruby. Welcome back, room. And they were roommates. Okay. Oh my God, they were roommates. <laughs> they say very well. I I will return to my more hands-on approach. So, it's good to see you. Very good, actually. Thank you. I offer out a hand for handshake. They give you a firm handshake and say thank you. Until next time. And then they kind of pull you in through that handshake and press a quick kiss to your forehead. And before you can react to the unexpected touch, you are back in your room. Ah! <laughs> I scream alone in my room. <laughs> like, it's not that she didn't like it. It just scared her. But yeah, okay. I have two tasks left. Incredible. Okay. Actually, I guess I don't have to do one of them. Okay, I have one more task. Okay. During the day for the next 10 days... Um, I would like to be telling people like, oh, I'm going out, like I'm exploring and like, I will be going in like my little like academia disguise. So like, I don't look like myself. I've thaumaturgied my eyes, so I don't need the eye patch, like whatever. I'm incognito. I'm still right. But I want to go to the library and try to get better at reading. Oh, I don't want anyone to know. Oh, that's so cute. Uh, you're doing this consistently over the course of 10 days? I am doing it every day for probably at least four hours. I'm bringing my own bucket from home. Um, I'm apologizing to the librarians in advance and just being like, I promise I'm fine and I won't get it on the books. You know what? I love rewarding dedication. So here's what I will do. I'm going to have you roll. Oh, what skill check is this? Intelligence. 
Yeah, I'll say roll, roll. I know that's what it was for Moonshine to read in Nadpod. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Yeah. Then yeah. Uh, so that's fair. I, just clarification rules wise. Uh, intelligence is your ability to comprehend languages in general. Like uh, in some classes, with the higher uh, intelligence score you got, more languages you speak. And a creature with less than four points of intelligence cannot understand languages at all. So uh, anything related to cognition is... That makes perfect sense to me. I was just trying to decide if I wanted to make it like a more specific skill check or if I wanted to make it an intelligence check. But I do appreciate the clarification. Thank you so much. Uh, I will say... textbook context. Yes, I love that. Thank you. Uh, So I will say, please give me four straight intelligence rolls and give me the best of that. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. That's a plus one, gamers. Let's get it. Number one. Okay, that's a 12. That's a 10. That's a 19. Ooh. And another 12. Okay. I will say, so your best was a 19. Yes. I will say the DC goes down by three points. <gasps> so I can DC 12? Yes. Aww. So a DC 12 to read common and then a DC yes. 17 to read uh, anything else. Both of them go down? Both of them go down. <laughs> oh, I figured it. it should go down proportionally. I mean, it makes sense I'm just so, so happy. Screaming. Crying. And I'm glad to see this excitement. This is very exciting for me. Today's a good... This week and a half is a good fucking week and a half for July. <laughs> All I'm right, that's all I needed. You. That's all I wanted to do. <laughs> okay, great. That's all you needed. Uh, Safria, am I cool to go with you? Yeah. Um, Safria just wants to have like a chill week. She hasn't had a week to just like sit and like read mm-hmm. for like a while. She probably misses July in the narrow window of time in which she's going to the library because July is a very like morning person. Mm-hmm. So she'll probably like go right when it opens, grab like a stack of five books, go home, read them all, go the next morning. And her and July are just narrowly missing each other at this library. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think she just takes some time to just like recuperate. I think that's what she does and like hang out with the festinas and like work of the bar when like they need help i think she does a lot of that like a lot of families like oriented stuff oh incredible yeah you are very much treated as one of the thestina's own uh mm-hmm. you work pretty closely with Mateus. uh it, you, you guys get to rub shoulders a lot um you know waiting tables doing doing as needed uh i think bella luna calls on you for a lot of like the numbers work because uh mm-hmm. she doesn't want to just put you to work at like menial tasks she knows your intelligence and she wants you to be able to use that and exercise that uh, you also get to listen, because you are in the bar so often, you also get to listen to Arlena perform, so you get, like, a sneak peek at what you will see at the Ooh. gala. It's pretty good, guys. It's pretty yes, good. Yes, boy. Pretty good. There's Material a- girl. Material <laughs> also, girl. Was there, was there anything that, out of character, mm-hmm. to my fellow party members, is there anything that we had, like, discussed previously that I sh- could be, like, asking patrons about to, like, get more information? I am reviewing my silly little notes. Or is there, yeah, remember if there's anything that, or are we kind of are just waiting for the call at this point? Um, my whole last note block. Okay, so that person that I saw in the vision. Oh, the Aladrin woman. Yeah, like the winter Aladrin, sexy, scary, dangerous lady. (gasps) I don't know if she was sexy. I'm just assuming because she was dangerous. Um, Yeah. Question time. 
July, did you relay that vision to Safria or did you only relay it to Victor? Oh man, I only told Victor because Victor was like, I want to keep it between us. Yeah. So Safria yeah. doesn't know. I don't know. So Safria. Sorry, just you could ask about um that new bitch that's replacing Trugar Captain Thundersword. Oh yeah. You could ask, but I think we kind of know everything about her, them, which is just that like they're uh, a hard ass and they suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um I do want to ask about the new captain though. Make a fun little investigate check for me. All right, all right. I'll say with advantage too, because I think you're asking like over the period of time that you're working in the park. Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh yeah. Let's just do investigation. That's uh, uh 15. Okay, 15. You don't hear a lot that you haven't already heard, uh, that she's a hard ass, that she comes from Equable, uh, that she was the previous captain in Equable. Uh, you do hear about more arrests happening lately, but that is to be expected. You hear some uh, patrons grumbling about how rent has gone up as well, mm. enough that more and more people in Orland are becoming homeless uh, because mm. they cannot keep up with rent. You hear some more personal drama about Captain Thundersworn, which is that she has a brother that she has sort of denounced. I think you know who that brother is, but... I do know who that brother is. God damn it. Uh, Yeah, and that's about all you hear about her. In terms of a winter Eladrin, uh, you do get a, a repeat patron at the bar. She shows up for like the first like three days of this downtime orders the same drink every time orders the same meal every time doesn't speak to anyone just seems to be observing um hmm. you don't know why i mean loners are, are are common in taverns but it's she feels different and you can't explain why if i have a like a feeling about her i'm gonna go like talk to her out of character is she a winter ladron she is a winter ladron uh, okay. She wears lots of bulky furs, which is interesting because it is in Orland, it's pretty, you know, warm. So she's like eternally cold, but maybe that's how winter Aladrin are. You don't really know. The furs she wears do look expensive, but you notice the more you like poke and prod at like trying to make conversation, the less and less she says. So, okay. Then I just like leave her alone, but I do make a mental note. Okay, great. Before I forget, For each day of this downtime, I am going to ask for 10 percentile rolls. Well, not each day. Sorry. I'm asking for 10 percentile rolls total. Please tell me each one after you roll them, uh, and I will tell you if something happens. Okay. Wait, from Safria? From Safria. Just Safria. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay. Hold on. Let's get my percentile dice out. Okay. What the fuck is wrong with you? Me? <laughs> yes, Dad. I'm just doing fun things. You guys like when I do fun things. 23? No. Keep going. Zero, zero, 005. That's. Is that just five or is that 105? Yeah, so that's zero, 00, and then the other one is a five, so that is a five. Okay. Stop. On the I'm sec- only two. <laughs> I know. On the second night, you get a visit in your dreams. You find yourself in what looks like a forge of sorts. Weapons of all kinds hang on the stone walls of this place. You hear a deep 
thunderous growl come from deeper within this place, and a dire wolf, eyes of glowing red, approach you. This huge wolf that you know if he stood up on his hind legs would easily be taller than you. As is, he probably comes up to above your hip and waist. He's growling and gnashing his teeth as he approaches you. Is there anything you'd like to do? Um, yeah. Can I... I know this isn't how my wild shape works, but I'm in a dream. Can I wild shape into, like, another wolf? This is a creative use of the spell, and I do like that. Uh, give me a flat roll. Twelve. Is dream logic. Sure, you do that. Okay. Uh, but yes, you turn into just a regular wolf? Yeah, just a, yeah. Just a little wolfy guy. Okay. Uh, what do you do beyond that? I kind of do whatever is the, like, I'm not trying to, like, alpha dog him. Like, I'm trying to be like, you're, like, the dude here, and I'm just, like, another wolf. Stop growling at me. Like, whatever is. Ah. I love like that. when dogs like roll over to like be like, ah, I'm a friend. Performance. <laughs> no. Okay. That's a four. You do the thing that you think wolves do to be submissive and you sort of roll onto your back and this wolf places one aggressive paw on the stomach of your wolf form. Give me a belly rub. No, it's squishing like your <laughs> kidding, internal organs. <laughs> Until you hear down boy from the cavernous steps of this forge and you see from where you are on your back an eight foot tall woman pale with fiery red hair horns sprout from just behind her forehead wrapped in metallic looking thorny vines she is dressed in scale mail armor from the neck down and they look as though they have come off an ancient red dragon a specialized helm is held at one hip and her infamous flaming sword is in its scabbard on the opposite hip. Oh, mama, mama. (laughs) You've you've looked at this woman's likeness for four years. Yeah. And you haven't seen anything about her in six months, but you know this is Koa. I turn back into a person, and I'm just kind of on my, like, back with, like, my, like, I'm, (laughs) um, and I'm like, hi. You see her rest her hand on the scruff of her dire wolf's neck, and say, this young woman is a friend, not food. Ah! And and Koa finally meets your eye and gives a warm smile. Or so my sibling keeps telling me, have a seat. And she gestures to a lone workbench uh, where one would like be forging weapons. I go and I sit down. Uh, You watch as the dire wolf trudges over and settles near your feet, seemingly placated by Koa's trust in you. And she sits beside you. Now, You asked to speak with me, and I do not normally speak with mortals, as my siblings are so apt to do, but exceptions can be made to any rule, and you are an interesting case, aren't you? I'm glad you think I'm interesting. Kiss ass. (laughs) This is like a fire god with like a big dog. I'm not going to be like, well, actually... She she smiles and she says, yes, I do. I do think you're interesting. I have been watching you for some time. Oh, I, Safria does not know what to say. I mean, I think in your loss for words, like yeah. this moment of silence, she starts doing some clarifications. She's like, as you might already know, I don't take clerics and I don't take paladins. I'm not interested in followers. You people 
find ways to destroy yourselves without me involved. I cannot imagine a world in which I gave any of you power. None of the warriors of Koa speak my words, especially not Kalan. As much as he claims he is connected with me, the bastard, and as much as it is not my fault, I am sorry they lied to you. I am sorry you have been tricked into participating in something so heinous. Mm. And most importantly, I am sorry that your hubris led you to believe that you were acting out of anything more than selfishness. You were only, yep. you were only a child, just a, a little girl, and they mangled you into something unrecognizable. And for that, oh, I'm sorry. Shit. <gasps> Ouch. So, second burns. Dude, for real. So why do you let Kalan keep doing what he's doing if you don't speak for it? If, why would you let him slander your name and let everyone think you're this vicious god with no morals that just lets fucking Kalan Thundersworn do whatever he wants? Why did... Eliora allow their name to be used in a incantation that they do not support. It's because we have been asked to stay our hand for now. And I have to have faith that that will come to something eventually. Or else what is all of this for? You have to learn not to assume and that's such a difficult thing for humanoids to do, but I know you're trying, Safria. I am, she is just so dumbfounded by everything that's happening. Like, she has no choice but to just sit in this room and be quiet. For once in her life, she's, like, being quiet. You see that Koa is very amused by this choice, and she says... Eliora made it sound like you had so much to say to me. I thought I did. And now standing in front of, sitting in front of you and your wolf, I, I'm, I'm speechless. There's nothing to say. I was going to come here for a fight for making me do everything that happened to me, but then it wasn't you and you had no part in it. And I've been mad at you for so long for nothing. I feel like the wind's been knocked out of me humanoids have such a way of spinning tales and making myths out of out of what out of nothing i want you to know i don't blame you for your hatred if i had that portrait painted of me i would hate me too it's okay sabria starts crying like <laughs> just like tears you see uh koa Maybe mildly uncomfortable, doesn't really know how to comfort people. Uh, There's like no sound. It's just like streams of like, it's just like fire also. It's not like water. She's just like crying. She places one one hand on your shoulder and she says, it's all right. And to know that you are not like Kalan is gratifying to me. I think there's good people there too. Good people who have had their minds shaped and warped and like you said, mangled, and I feel bad for them because I know they're—I know they have the capability to be good people. I feel bad for them too. I feel bad for most of these funny little cults that run around and pretend they know the words of gods. 
when they know nothing at all. If I killed Kalan, would you be mad at me? <laughs> Not in the slightest, but I'm sure there are about a hundred people that would be. Mm. That's a venture you cannot undertake alone, unfortunately, but it's also a venture that I cannot help you with. Mm-hmm. Lest I prove that I am what they think I am. Yeah, it's a difficult situation and it's me being maybe a little bit selfish but i mean but to keep the warriors at bay it might be beneficial to kind of cut the head off the hydra but then that means five more pop out of its place correct a clever girl you are it can be assumed that killing clan is not the end of the warriors these warriors of mine it's it can only be assumed that there will always be people like Kalan seeking power and ambitions that they cannot hope to fulfill yeah I feel like I've been punched in the head for a couple straight years and I'm picking myself up off the ground and trying to learn that most people aren't gonna punch me in the head again as messy as an analogy as that is, I don't think most people are here to punch me in the head. No. Most people that you know right now are not out to punch you in the head. The, the family that you are currently staying with, the girl that you seem so infatuated with. I'm not. I might not be Eliora, but I don't like <clears throat> liars. your feelings or die the jury is still out on what victor is up to but i think he's mostly good yeah i think they're all good but i'm not gonna tell them that myself i have an image to uphold what i would give to not have an image you have the luxury of not having an image safria take the opportunity thank you of course can I pet your wolf? She <laughs> smiles and says, yes, I'm sure Nyx would love that. Puppy. Oh my God, that's just me. Oh my God, I pet this, I pet this dog. Love this dog. The, the dire wolf very much like grumbles at first in, in the manner of like, I am not a pet. And then you see the tail start wagging and <laughs> no, he, he's good. I'm just very, I'm trying not to, it's like when someone's trying not to smile and they're like, but they're not smiling they're not showing any teeth but they're like cheeks are very like ruddy and they're like their lips are pulled up like that's very safria right now uh i think koa lets you have this uh for as for as long as you you need it and she can see that you need it um i know i i like talking to you so i'm gonna pray and you don't have to answer but i'm gonna try as hard as I can you know I think I'd like that very much okay does anyone else want to drop out of college or is that just me (laughs) anyone else just think they're doing everything wrong (laughs) don't drop out of college as you said I I cannot always promise answers I I suppose I have an image to uphold but 
summon me again when all of this is said and done, when you've saved so-called Laskia, and maybe I will have reconsidered. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I, she says, I'll do that. And she's genuinely like letting herself smile at this point. She's dropped this image that she has, this scholarly woman who has um, a chip on her shoulder and this like sad, dark backstory and no feelings. And she's dropped this and is just smiling like a kid at Koa and is petting this dog and is just loving her life right now for the first time in a while. And, and yeah, and she... then eventually it, she departs and goes to sleep and has the best fucking sleep of her life yeah when you awaken after that fun little dream that you have you awaken with a single red scale resting on your chest it doesn't look like it has any anything magical to it but you know it's a a gift of sorts oh i i like like make it into like a little necklace and i put it and i tuck it under my shirt yeah, absolutely. And it's just there. Absolutely. Um, and yeah, you you have this special, intimate moment with someone you thought you hated. Oh, God! Bro, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> I want you to know that I... So I made this as like uh, a sort of like improvised divine intervention uh, where you would have to roll under a 10% on a D100 to get this. <gasps> wow. So I was expecting you to roll, like maybe throughout the campaign to get this. Um, wow, and I just, my oh. second time was like, I have a five. <laughs> and I, that's oh, why I was like, wait, shit, this is actually important. Can I it's roll? Cole wanted roll? to talk to you. Cole wanted to talk to you. Nice. I'm glad, <laughs> glad Safria could, could get that. Oh, um, that is there anything hard. else, is there anything else Safria would like to do in this downtime? Uh, no, I think she's just going to keep doing what she's doing, taking her, just taking a break, working at the bar, spending, trying to spend more time with, like, July and Victor and, like, trying to get closer to them as, like, friends, like, spending a couple of nights maybe being, like, can we have a sleepover? Just, like, trying to, like, hang out. Oh, my God. You guys get into, like, uh, would you rather and truth or dare and, and um you know the little fun little party games like that I think. yeah and like i'm definitely like daring like it's like midnight and i'm like do you think if we go steal stuff from the bar they'll be mad at us like, <laughs> uh yeah i i a think you, teenagers yeah so you guys just yeah. get into fun teenager things which i think is something all of you haven't been allowed to do maybe ever oh like none of you really had incredible childhoods i won't get into that but I, I think this is the first time you guys are allowed to be kids. Oh, just the first time they sneak into the kitchen, July throws up. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to blow our cover. There's puke everywhere. I'll clean it. I'll clean it. July, why aren't you wearing any clothes to bed, please? <laughs> I'm wearing a shirt. It's so, there's so many holes in it. Okay, and it's a shirt. <laughs> there's a hole directly over both nipples. <laughs> okay what i don't understand a shirt a shirt only has like four holes like two for your arms one for a head one for the bottom this this shirt it isn't a shirt anymore look this shirt is only like 15 years old i don't oh my god how old is july wait how old is july she 
she's like 18 or 19 but it's like it was her granddad's basically so like he wore it for a while then she got it from him yeah I think July is um like trying not to participate that much though oh oh me and Victor just start egging each other on definitely yeah they just like Victor goes for the dumb shit but as soon as July is like oh July Sephiroth is like uh oh let's play truth or dare he's like let's just play dare and dare yeah right <laughs> like if we do truth it'll be sad <laughs> yeah exactly like i don't want to do truth let's just let's just do dumb shit and then they go for it Aww. yeah i i think like mateus at one point or another catches you guys and like some of your dumb shit because he like wakes up and he's like what the fuck and then he's like oh okay this is this is party time i will good night <laughs> <laughs> Victor would certainly enjoy, uh, like uh, ask him to join in if everyone yeah absolutely I was just thinking like we would invite if Mateus found us at any point we would invite him in oh yeah no but if you invite him in he's like okay I wasn't doing anything better besides sleeping this is fine just fucking we have just a little midnight. night what if we play night. spin the bottle but like it was just a- <laughs> what if we play spin the bottle but Victor is out of the circle yeah but Victor is not in the circle <laughs> When I, was in, when I was in high school and I was the only person I was like I went to an all-girls school and I was like the only person out in our friend group and then there would be four of us and we played spin the bottle for like three hours yeah that happened to me as well and then years later every single other person was like I'm queer I'm like yeah you think <laughs> yeah <laughs> you kissed a girl for four hours oh yeah, my literally. god That's yeah awful. I, I was gonna say Mateus is very much like yeah no offense I just I don't really want to kiss my brother that just feels like no a- i <laughs> know kiss just- your brother <laughs> Steph, what is a little wine victor would you just see drunk? himself out he would look at everyone and be like no i don't want to kiss anyone of you I just have fucking fun and he if like sits feel- outside the circle yeah. and teases everyone if we i'm not safria is not playing from the bottle safria but uh, safria but you get be- drunk yeah, if we go to the, if we go to the, if we steal from the bar, Safra gets a little wine drunk. July goes to bed the second alcohol comes out. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah, it's true. Oh, shit. She's like, I'm, she's like, I'm so tired. I can't stand. Whoa. She's like, <laughs> I have to go to bed so I can get up and walk around town tomorrow. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's it's like 9:30 p.m. The second the second after is like, look, we found a bottle of wine. July's like, oh, I gotta go to bed, and she goes to I bed. I think I heard my granddad calling. I'm a good <laughs> <laughs> I think I heard my granddad, my granddad calling. calling. That's so good. I, yeah. I would say mom, but like we're not in those terms. We don't talk about that. Yeah, July does not fuck with alcohol. She gets scared and she goes to bed and she right, like locks the door. And she stays awake for too long, hoping that nobody's going to come in and talk to her. Oh, July. Everything. What did you think would happen after the conversation you had with July? Capria is forgetful like me. Fair. Okay, with all that fun stuff. uh, Victor, is there anything specifically you would like to do in this period of downtime? Victor would spend most of his days clearing out the fake letters in his house, just tossing them into the fire. Oh, so you go to your apartment? Yeah, like he goes to his apartment. Like, yeah, he goes to his apartment and he like starts sorting out the things he wrote. Um, I will say before you get a chance to do that, uh, you walk into your house. Um, 
Make a perception check. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard that voice from you. A toad? <laughs> Stop, it really is. I want your next PC to have that voice. Girl, shut the fuck up. I was listening to Toad singing Chandelier earlier today, and I just, oh if my I weren't god. so afraid to fucking screech into the night, I would Do like you like making your ears bleed? Yes. I, Alyssa, I, you don't I don't really feel like that. Alyssa, you don't understand what art is. You won't let me play uh hundred gecks. In no, go fuck yourself. I love hundred gecks. Hey you little piss baby. <laughs> You're so so fucking cool. I got no, a nat I got it's a nat three. Form. Truly it's an art. Form. Nat three. Yeah. Um yeah, you you uh go to like burn your papers, like the letters, like get rid of them. You seem to be missing a couple. But like your your apartment is like so cluttered. You're like, oh, maybe it's just, maybe it's like I burned it already and I didn't notice, or I there's there just seems to be like a few missing. Okay. Um, first of all, that's terrifying. I think um, I think he doesn't pay too much mind to them because it's like it's kind of a moment. He's basically like as awful as it was to do what he did. He's like basically. Uh, burning away 10 years of his life of like the stuff he did for 10 years and he's just he's having a moment so he can really um pay too much mind to those that are missing uh he takes a note of those but um yeah he's like he's gonna clear out his apartment of like the shit he did um throw away like turn a, a new page and probably read his old diary again like the things he kept note of he's like he's gonna he's gonna read it all like from the moment he started this to about right now so yeah you go through your apartment you notice those things missing uh is there anything else you'd like to do specifically in this period of downtime i think besides burning the letters and reading his old notes and even like taking new ones. Mm -hmm. um, Victor may like study more the the book Cabris gave to him, the one with the with the spells and stuff. Just like he's trying to figure out how the fuck does Cabris know like the changeling language and. Besides from that, I don't, I don't think he does much besides uh, fucking around with, uh, with Safria in July and just being a little shit. Kind of like between like besides those heavy ass moments, I've sent you on the DMs. Yes. Um, he's just he's just a, being a fun little guy and avoiding Madalena like the plague. Like no, yeah, she, I think it's just a week of us being like. Fun. Let's not think about anything. <laughs> Yay! Madalena comes downstairs and Victor goes up to his room. Oh God! Unless oh she God. like goes talk to him like straight up, but he like he's just trying not to be a fucking bother. He already stole this woman's life. What else is he gonna do next? Uh, yeah. So before we get onto that fun little detail, um, about the changeling language, did you want to actually like look into that, or are you just like speculating? look into that i want to like um find out more yeah i will say give me investigation or arcana 
go with the investigation because I'm or history. I would I would take any three of those. Oh yeah, I think I got uh, history and investigation both. I'll do investigation because it fits with the character. Okay, just oh, that's a net twenty. Now Alyssa, now Alyssa has to put her money where her mouth is. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I appreciate this. Um, it's, it's the cabris dies. They want me to know. <laughs> okay. You're reading through this grimoire that Cabris gave you, and you're noticing errors in the language. Like, it's not perfect changeling tongue. It's It's like... It's like the equivalent of Spanglish. It's become so like bastardized uh, by this point. You think that Cabras is pulling off of like the recollection that all of Laskia has of the changeling language and it's mm-hmm. not perfect anymore. Like it's not like your, your solid dictionary uh, changeling tongue anymore that it's you do notice errors and the fact that Cabras is pulling off of like the general knowledge of Laskia, of all of Laskia, only tells you more about his origins. Yeah. Which is yeah. that he somehow has access to the thoughts of the people of Laskia. Mm. The ones that aren't protected at the very least. I was going to say, except yeah. me. Well, you don't know if you're the only one. There could be more like you. Oh my yeah. God. We can kiss. <laughs> Well, I don't know how much you'd want to kiss someone like, I don't know, Madalena or something, but. You're saying that like I wouldn't. You're saying that like I wouldn't. Look, I know you would. Okay, okay. This is the player. July Uh thinks that kissing, like just normal kissing is like third base. Kissing is where babies come from. God, not that conversation from last session. All right. Um... (laughs) The horniest episode, more like the horniest episode yet. Truth. So Uh, based. Victor, with that nat 20, is there any other information you were looking for that you feel hasn't already been provided? Mm, Maybe stupid question, but the book is like a regular book. Or I don't think the Pact of the Tome specifies it. It's like, is the book and its pages like magical and property like when they put that shit in my hands was it like already a physical thing or they like manifested with their power or something uh so cabras manifested the book with his power um and you've noticed now that you've like spent time with this book it's summonable so like you can turn on turn off at will it can be tangible and intangible at will that's nice you've also noticed that when you're carrying it and when you're holding it no one else seems to notice you have a book. Oh, that's nice. I like that. It's, I don't have is, to pretend to be reading. Yeah, this is just Victor's little book. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else? I, I feel like I haven't given you enough on a net 20, but... No, I think that's interesting enough. And, like, just... Cabris doesn't know that I'm looking into it. Well, yeah, because he he did say he's like I'm gonna be away. I'm I'm looking into other things, which oh, is yeah. to his own detriment. So, also, I think on the this is like less uh, asking and more like a kind of flavor. Yeah. Uh, since I said that all of Victor's uh, spells that I've chosen 
have to do with uh, his life and the things he went through. Uh, this is also reflect reflected on the the Cabaret's, uh, book thing. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. The, the other spells too. So Victor is like, oh damn, maybe. Like I already know he knows a lot of shit about me, but this is kind of becoming uncomfortable. Like he's he's second guessing his um, availability to to Cabaret from the moment they met. He's like, oh, maybe I was kind of blinded by rage and revenge, and I've made a bad decision. This is scary. Yeah, you you are essentially bound to a guy that knows everything about you at any time, at any given point. I know nothing about him, and that's scary. Yeah, you know, you know what that he can shapeshift. Uh, you know that he can take multiple forms. Uh, you know that he needs permission to be there, and you know he'll do anything to get it. And I know he's, he said he could kill me at any time. And oh, yeah. threatened to squish my heart, which was also fun. Oh, yeah. That fun little bit. That was a, that was a fun number. Yeah, I, I will say, uh, because that was a net 20, if there's anything else related to the grimoire that you want to ask about later in the session, I will totally be happy to answer that. Okay, so moving on to the topic of Madalena. About five days into this period of downtime, late at night like the sun is down the moon is out the stars are out you get a knock at your door oh god so he goes open it you open the door and you find madalena her eyes ringed with red from what looks like tears and she says i lied i i have to know more about what you did i have to know how you fooled him or if i could return or, or anything i need to know how i got to that awful place because all i know is that i was stolen from a locked chamber with guards outside and the only two people who had the keys were myself and my husband so please please what did he tell you i'm i'm ready now victor he takes a step back and makes a gesture to let Madalena in yeah she comes uh, in and like sits at like your desk chair or whatever yeah. he closes the door behind him to like give them privacy and he says, well, what I found, your door wasn't forcibly open on the day that you were missing. There were no signs of, of violence on the door itself. Though within the room, I could, I could say you put up a hell of a fight, as a compliment, of course. I did look for you in, for about a week or so, and... It was like it vanished out of the face of the earth. I, I swear to God, there was nothing I could follow. And when I saw the opportunity present itself, I've done my little trick and temporarily taken your place within the, the household. And don't worry, I didn't say anything too much. Unfortunately, your husband, I think he looked a little dissatisfied on seeing me posing as you there. She interrupts you. She says, I'm sorry, you took my place in my household? How long have you had magic? My whole life. You could say so. Okay, we're going to do a fun little thing. Actually, um, Emmett, you have the language of the spell. What is the language again of uh, uh, Zone of Truth? Oh, yes. Open. All right, ladies, let's get into it. You create a magical zone that guards against deception in a 15-foot sphere. 
Until the spell ends, a creature in the sphere makes a charisma saving throw. On a failed save, a creature cannot speak a deliberate lie. Uh, they know about the spell and they can avoid answering questions. Like they can, you can be evasive, but you cannot tell a straight out lie. You can choose to fail the throw if you want to, um, but she will know if you succeed if, or if you fail. Make okay. a charisma saving throw. I choose to fail. Ooh. Yes. Or, or like, let's let's fucking go. Coming clear. I think as her power manifests, you feel the hair on the back of your neck stand on end. You feel this like electromagnetic field sort of surround you both, and this, there's this like booming thunderous quality to her voice just within the sphere she says no more bullshit no more lies how long have you had magic as everyone in Laska would consider it my whole life and how long have you been attached to your patron oh okay that's a funky new question i think it's been two three months is it? Like, it's, uh, I'd say about a month or so because there was like, uh, you had the dream, you uh, you had to travel, food. and then this yeah. week of downtime. So I, I'd say about a month you've had Congress. Okay. I met him a month ago. So then what was your magic before now? I want to use Unsettling Visage on her. Um, what? Oh, no, Wait, I know. I know what that is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want me to explain, Sorry, to explain the wording or uh no i'm reading it right now unsettling visage uh, okay so let me just read this uh for the class for those that aren't familiar with changeling traits when a creature you can see makes an attack roll against you you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the roll you must use this feature before knowing whether the attack hits or misses the important part of this is using this trait reveals your shape-shifting nature to any creature within 30 feet that can see you once you use this trait you can't use it again until you finish a long rest Oh, <laughs> so like it, it 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 wasn't an attack, like a physical attack. But you I gotta wanna, know before we do. Shit. <laughs> but if no, nah, I don't want to do an intimidation check. I'm just I'm just gonna use inside of the budget. I want to like flesh the changeling nature onto her. Mm. Um, just this is a funky scare. You see no fear in her eyes, as much as you were trying to. You see surprise for sure you see shock but no no fear she says a changeling is that correct one of the last ones in the land as far as i'm aware so you used your power to be me for how long a little bit less than a week it just less than three days i think just needed to establish that you were back and see how things went your husband was less than thrilled to see uh you and he liked those air quotes actually he looked kind of mad that you got back and then i've lied and said that you were going out on on travel that you were established somewhere else i've kept the uh, copies of the letters that I've sent to your husband. I have not burned them because I thought you'd want to see them. You can safely go back to your life. And though, if you allow me the audacity, I don't think your husband is going to be very keen 
and having you back. I mean, being aware of all that has happened in question to casters and that whole thing you're way too familiar with. I don't, I need not remind you. Um, I think he was partly to blame for your situation. You see, the door, none of the doors were forced open. Um, there was a case of a child that was sold by her mom off to the Orlon Council's men. I don't think that may be too far from your case. You see her trembling and trying to hold back tears. And she says, when you were me, no one noticed anything strange. I mean, to your knowledge, to my knowledge, uh, I know some people that were closer to you and I've avoided them more, Uh, not as in being rude, just uh, avoiding their questions and doing anything that would make me slip up. But with your husband, I didn't really have that problem. I... It's like you never left. He didn't react to you being to you as being different. I don't I mean no disrespect, but I don't think it's really good for you. You see so much going on in her face, in her eyes. You see the glow of a caster in her eyes sort of fade. And the zone of truth spell fades. You see a woman who is truly haunted. Who's truly had the realization that no one living has cared for her absence one way or another. Or, you know, her husband cared, but in the wrong way. In an angry, annoyed way. Uh, You see someone who realizes that she will not be missed. Victor... At that realization, he leans in a little closer and he puts a hand on her arm as softly as he can. And he looks at her in the eyes and he says, don't feel like that. I know it's hard and it may seem hypocritical, but your worth is not what people think of you. And Despite all the punches that the world throws at you, only you can say what you really are. And right now, you are a person who's been through a lot, who deserves to go home to a life of comfort and find solace in either your goddess, your magic, or the people who have actually missed you trust me there were some and don't give up just because he stops a little bit and he looks away and he he seems to think a little bit just because everybody wants you dead or exploited it doesn't mean you have to die or let yourself be exploited you can Make your own destiny. Hopefully in a better way than I did. Bro, I'm about to smash my head through a plate glass window. (laughs) (laughs) 
you you see her her sort start to like wipe her eyes and, and nod at that and she says god i've done so much crying and been consoled so much over the past two weeks um i'd love to seek solace in my goddess but i haven't heard her in two weeks longer than that now maybe i don't know who to trust i don't i mean you were there maybe i can't go back there i can't go back to that castle i can't go back to living with a man who would pay to have me dead i can't go back there i won't that's fair enough i probably wouldn't want to go back either but that doesn't have to be the end and um, about gods i have july she's very coming like how do you say let, let me just send it in chat communicative Communic- I, it's a hard word it is a hard I, word i've only ever read it <laughs> no that's fair july is pretty communicative with her goddess maybe she could help i don't know just you know maybe there's a network of gods out there and they all talk to each other she she laughs and she says it's not that i've like never been able to hear her it's it's ever since that that syringe that that thing that Zariah pulled out of me i don't i don't know what he took but he took enough well you could still charm me with your zone of truth and compel me into spilling my guts out so maybe she hasn't completely given up on you maybe you need some time to recharge and find her again maybe this crisis is bigger than anyone of us knows i'm not very sure i've only had like magic and patrons and people talking in my head for like a month so i'm uh, pretty new to the to the whole ordeal i'm probably a terrible guy to give you advice on that but on the trusting part, which is where I think I've got more propriety to speak, it's hard. It's going to be hard for a while, but eventually you'll find people that are welcoming and nice and sometimes even uh, silly. And they'll look after you and you'll also want to look after them. It's just, it just happens. She nods and, and says, well, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll stick around here for a little longer just to, just to figure things out. The Thestinas have been very amenable. And, you know, there is a, a little girl that is coming into her own with powers and maybe I could, I don't know, figure something out with her. You'll Thank you. You'll be great too guide the little girl I think I'm really sorry for everything that I did to you I knew you were a well-liked figure in the political space but I never did this to hurt you and I'm very sorry truly from the bottom of my heart I'm sorry that I've contributed to your suffering and I really really hope that here with the Testinas you'll find the same comfort I found when I first walked into the dark. I know you are sorry and I I understand the genuineness behind that. I'm not in a place to forgive you. I'm not going to pretend that I am. But I thank you for the gesture and I thank you 
for the sign of good faith. Of course, you don't ever have to forgive me. I know that what I did and contributed to, it's not, it's not gonna wash off anytime soon, but I just wanted you to know that it wasn't malicious, that I wasn't going after you. And just really, really hope we can recover and find happiness again, that's, that's all. You don't, you don't owe me anything. <laughs> if anything, it's quite the other way around. I know, I know. Well, I suppose um, we should both be getting to bed. It, it is quite late and I did just barge in here. So uh, <laughs> good night, uh, Mr. Event. Well, good night. Have a nice sleep. And he stand up and goes to open the door for her. Yes. Uh, she she exits without another word and at least now there is an understanding between the two of you and, and it has ended somewhat amicably as opposed to as opposed to the 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 reaming she gave you i suppose the alternative cabris on victor's shoulders being like why didn't you fucking kill her oh i when he when he like comes <laughs> back yeah, you'll have a chat about that. Um, <laughs> uh, actually, you see her leave, and then she like pokes her head back in, and she says, uh, in, "In case you were worried about it, I'm not going to say anything. That's that just seems cruel." Thank you. You're a higher person than I am. It's not a very high bar, but it's not. <laughs> yeah. And, and then she, she leaves for good, heads, heads to her, her room. <laughs> Poor thing. <laughs> Poor thing. Uh, okay, is there anything else that the three of you would like to do, like, together, besides your fun little slumber parties? Nope. No, I'm good. Wasn't well, there something July had to tell us about the trip? Or oh, gonna... yeah. Like, um... the public execution? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually... You could just not say anything. I was just wondering. Yeah, you don't have to. Like, yeah. the characters are, like, not going to know any different. Yeah, I think July is just going to say that, like, she, and we don't have to role play this, but she's just going to say that she talked to Eliora, and Eliora said that they should take a back road to get to Equable. And I think she talks about, like, the attack. So she's like, there's a good chance that we're going to get attacked by bandits we can maybe talk them out of it but if they do fight it'll probably end up being fine so i think she just describes that she doesn't say anything about the execution okay cool fine okay so by the end of the period of downtime it has been decided that madalena and alana will sort of hold down the fort at the wise dandelion seeing as it would be dangerous for madalena to return as we've discussed and nobody really knows how many people would recognize alana as the the missing child. Arlena has secured a horse-drawn carriage, the easiest and fastest mode of transportation in Laskio besides the obviously illegal route of teleportation. The carriage has a bench for the driver in front, who you see is a friendly human man dressed in fine clothes. The place where you guys will be sitting and, and chatting is, is uh, more open with a couple of windows on each side with shutters. You have no idea how much this might have cost the Festinas, but you get the sense that it was definitely enough 
The inside of the coach itself is cozy and spacious, fine upholstery on the seats with storage underneath for your luggage. As you all get on your way and settle in for a couple days of travel, did you inform the driver that you should be taking a back road or did you? Oh yeah, definitely. I, I oh, think, and I think I told him, I was like, if you have a gun, just bring it because they're going to go for you first. That's <laughs> ominous as fuck. Christ. I will say that guns do not exist in last year, but... Well, then I'll say, if you have a big knife, just take a big <laughs> knife. Your driver looks terrified. Oh, as he should. As he should. And he says, the I, I'm not sure about taking the back roads. I have been instructed to uh, take the fastest route to, to Equable. Okay, and well, please don't do that. Do you have a reason, or are you just requesting that I don't do that? I'm just asking really, really nicely. And I feel like I would have communicated this to the Thestinas. And I'm like, you can ask the people who paid you, like they are fine with this. Like, this is what's happening. So please do this. Yeah. He, he does look to the Thestinas for like, what the fuck? And Arlena's like, no, no, she's being genuine. Please do not take the main road. You do hear like vague echoes. I will say what they say just the charges you can hear. Before you stands a woman who has been found guilty of harboring magical persons within her home, the brutal murder of Captain Trevor of Borland, the destruction of an official council facility, interfering with the investigation of council's men, and stealing property from the Almighty Council, all of which you know are crimes punishable by death. You hear some retaliation, and she's immediately uh, silenced. There's, there's like 30 seconds of silence and then may the council watch over all of you and lead you away from the path this woman mistakenly marched along. And then there is nothing. I will say that the one magical element in Laskia that is legal are these enormous screens that Victor is familiar with. July, you wouldn't really be familiar with it. Safria, I think you've heard of them, but and you might have visited cities that had them while you were with the warriors of Koa, but it's... I think they tried to install one in like New Haven and the minor government was like, no, fuck off. <laughs> Politely fuck off. Uh, <laughs> since most of the, the executions are of magical persons. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, like some Hunger Games shit. Wait, was this broadcasted? Could have could, could we have like watched it on those televisions while, while we were passing by? Uh, you could have, but uh, because July... Uh, suggested the back roads you do not see it you only hear the general echoes of what was happening but victor recognizes the scenario doesn't he it's like victor recognizes victor recognizes that this is an execution that has been happening he can picture the method that they normally use you know what's happening there even if you don't see it he's on the fuck out like you can see it on on his face he's like despite uh, hearing it he's uncharacteristically not there for you guys all right folks uh on the way to equable i'm going to ask that everyone picks a number between one and four please and thank you okay like uh, in our minds uh no say one out loud so three uh, I different, said three. different numbers, please. Um, but I want three. I already said three. Fine, four. Okay. Um, 
I got two. Okay. So on a one, I will be rolling this luck check. On one of the other numbers, one of you will be rolling the luck check. Oh, God. It's a four. Ooh, That's me? Yes, it's you. Please roll a luck check. That's a 14. Okay. Big ass bag. Big ass bag, yeah. Oh, we're going to get busted. That was just a little too low. You hear a loud thunk on the outside of the carriage about a day. All right. July yeets herself out, like doesn't even wait for the door, jumps out the carriage window the second she hears a clunk. Why? <laughs> yeah, oh, I guess the- you know what's going on. Okay, you have the prophecy. That's yeah, so you hear a loud thunk outside the carriage and then another, and then you watch as an arrow crashes through the window of the carriage and lands like inches away from Mateus's head. Uh, and I'm going to have y'all roll initiative, please. Yay! That 20. Holy nice. shit. 14, it makes sense. Because I like you. That is- I've got 14 too. Mm, it feels good. Reunited great, great, great. Please. What's your dex, Julian? Uh, minus 13. But what's your plus? Sorry. I'm- uh, plus two. Oh, mine's also plus two. You could do a roll off or you could just pick. We'll do a roll uh, off. That's fine. Yeah, do a roll off. Roll again. Got a two. I got a net one. <laughs> oh my God. Get him out there. Get him out of there. Get him out. Yeah, the second July, here's the first thunk. She's like, all right, everybody, brace the fuck up. And she just like yeah. yeets herself out of the She yeets herself out of the cart. Well, Emmett, what is your modifier plus one what do these bad boys have or does someone else get a nat 20 as well they're gonna I'd... have plus two and i'm gonna eat glass well they have a plus three so fine incredible okay so bandits are just advancing at this point they they've all sort of surrounded the caravan you can see some of them through the windows um but they've used their full movement to get closer to you because they were using ranged weapons uh so that will be july's turn next yep so i like hop halfway out so like i like pop the door open and i'm like leaning out mm-hmm. um and there are four of them right there are four of them right so i would like to cast um scorching ray okay so i roll a spell attack so I'll just do that. Um, that is a 20 to hit. Absolutely. Okay, so I create three rays of fire and hurl them at targets within range, which is 120 feet. So three of them will be taking 2d6 fire damage and I'll just go ahead and roll that right now. Mm-hmm. That's a six. And once a one of them takes seven, one of them takes five and one of them takes six. Okay, great. Is that your whole turn? Um, yes, it is my turn. Incredible. That is Safria up next. I'm going to cast, um, are they all, are they all within, let's say 20 feet, 20 foot square? Mm. Hypothetically say, hypothetically a 20 foot square. Yes. They're all coming from the same side. So yeah, sure. I would like to cast Entangle on all of them. Yeah. Okay. Boy. What is the save? a creature in the area succeeds on a strength saving throw or be restrained by the entangling plants 
A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check. Okay, but no matter what, it becomes difficult terrain for them. Great. So I will roll strength saving throws? Yeah. What is the DC? 13. Okay, two of them fail right off the bat. Uh, and two succeed. Cool. But for the two that succeed, it's difficult terrain for them. Okay, what about uh, the other two? Oh, they are uh, restrained by the entangling plant. Okay. They cannot move. Nice. Is that the end of your turn? Um, I'm gonna bonus action shillelagh my staff. Is that a cantrip? Yeah. Okay, cool. Just wanted to make sure. Um, okay, that is your turn then. Uh, Victor, what's up? There's like two of them that are, that are still coming in our direction, right? Uh, that is correct. There are two that are not entangled right now. I want to use command in one of them. I speak in a one word command and they have to give me wisdom saving throw to not have to follow it. My, okay. my DC is 14. And Victor just like, because we are climbing out of the thing to like go beat them the fuck up, right? Yes, you do have to get out of the carriage before you can fight them. Yeah. No, but real quick, we are going to do that, right? We're going to engage with them, Sephri and July. Like, you're, you guys are planning on killing those guys? Yes, that is the plan. Okay, okay. Because I have darkness and I can make them like not see and it would give us the time to escape if we wanted to. That was like, the plan with the entangle, but it didn't entangle all of them. I mean, I could cast darkness on all of them. It's... But what if I have night vision though? Uh, it doesn't work actually. Non-magical oh, okay. light doesn't <laughs> work with... Oh, fuck me, okay. And okay. it fills a 15-foot radius sphere, so... It may be enough for us to escape. Yeah, I'll, I'll say all four of them are probably within that 15-foot range. Yeah, like, what you guys want to do? Do you want to, like, uh, take the fucking run? Or do you want some free XP? <laughs> <laughs> um, I Pull mean, your hearts. It's up to you guys. We haven't really had a combat in a while. I'm down to fight. So, yeah. That's true. I'm down to murder. I'm okay. down to murder. Down Great. to murder. Then I'll go with command. I before I, he even comes down from the the carriage itself. Uh, Victor looks at one of those guys that are still tumbling over the difficult terrain uh, Sephiroth created, and he says, "Grovel," and if Whoa. he fails, <laughs> the guy falls prone. Okay, um, that's such a good word. Holy shit! It um, is. <laughs> is that a, a wisdom word. saving throw? We said. Yeah, it's wisdom, and my DC is fourteen. I don't know if y'all know this. Bandits aren't incredibly wise, guys. <laughs> okay, one of them succeeds. The other one fails. So one of them falls prone. Fair enough. One last bitch to fight. Yeah, there's only one now. We're from four to one. And I'm gonna use my the rest of my movement to be like standing up and in shape to fight and shit. Yeah. So I will say that it was quite the, the clutch move there on Victor's part, because for one of these guys, it is going to take his full uh, turn just to get up, because yeah. it's also difficult terrain. So impressive work there. The Thestinas are going to go next. You see, you see Arlena uh, immediately go to the, the driver and cast Cure Wounds to stabilize this man, because this man has an arrow sticking out of his chest. Like I said, they went for the driver first. You warn um, him. So that is all of Arlena's turn. 
Uh, actually, what else no. can I do? I warned him. Like, no, you did. You did for sure. Um, that's on him. Honestly, that's on him. So yeah, she's going to do that, and she's also going to look to uh, Victor and say, "Solid choice in word, bardic inspiration." Ah, nice. Uh, so My you have, mom complimented me, fucking guys. So you have a D8 bonus uh, to an, one ability check, attack roll, or saving throw. Oh, that's fancy. I like that. Yes, yes, yes. Then Bella Luna is just gonna go at one of these guys uh, with her great sword. Go to town. Oh, that hits. That's a t- holy shit. She maxed out on damage. That's a 17 damage to one guy. Oh, um, hell yeah. Nice. Let me do He's math because I can't math. There we go. A mood. Okay. Which gay people have been able to math since Silent Terrain, honestly? <laughs> yes. And then uh, Mateus is going to take his turn. Rapier out. It uh, is going to go for the same guy that his mother went for. And because he is a rogue, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, he does get sneak attack. He's a rogue. He's a rogue. I, is he is he getting sneak attack because he's flanking? Yes. Okay. Also, two people are restrained and one of them is prone, so like, he has the advantage anyway. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, as well, um, the command uh, spell does it stop when someone is hostile towards it, like when someone attacks it, or is that? Um. Or, wait. Sorry. Oh, the command. Sorry. I thought you were saying. Nope, you're good. I think not. It doesn't really say anything about it on the spell's wording. If the command is harmful, it doesn't work. But if it's attacked, it doesn't do anything. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Uh, so, yeah. So, Mateus attacks uh, one of the dudes. Why can't I? D&D Beyond, please, I beg of you. So, that's uh, a 9 plus 8. That's 17 again to the same guy. Uh, a slash across the chest. Cool. Um, so that is going to be, if I'm not mistaken, back to the top of the initiative with the bandits. So let's see. One guy is going to take his full movement to come up from prone. Uh, and that is the end of his turn. Do the guys that are restrained make another strength saving throw? Or are they just restrained? Yeah, they can use their... Um, what are you in the language of the spell? A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength saving check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. Okay, cool. So I think that that means at the end of, they don't, but they don't have a turn, they only have a bonus action because they use their action to get out. Right, makes sense. They both fail again. Rolled a natural eight and natural five. Ah. Uh, So yeah, they are both still restrained. Um, and the one guy who is very badly injured uh, is just going to swing at the last guy that hit him, and that is Mateus. Oh no! Kill him, and I die. <laughs> it misses. It's a wide swing. This guy is has like blood in his eyes. He's not doing hot. Swing and a miss. Uh, I get fucked. <laughs> incredible. That is the that is July. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, I see this dude swing at Mateus and I think just instinctively she's like don't fucking touch him and she like reaches her hand out and she's gonna guiding bolt this motherfucker like okay go for it unnecessarily please hit please god does a 17 hit 
Absolutely. Yes! Okay, so that'll just be um, 4d6 radiant damage. Okay. And if that doesn't finish him off, I'm going to be pissed. 12 damage. Um, He's looking bad. He's mm. looking bad. He's not down, but he's looking bad. I rolled really bad on damage, but I still... You've reduced what he had by half, is what I'm, yeah. I'm going to tell you. He's not doing well. Is there For my boyfriend. I mean, my... What? I... <laughs> Mateus kind of looks at you and he's like, thank you very much. Uh, that was very Yeah, cool. no problem. Yeah, totally. Just like, I do it for anyone. So. I make a gagging noise. <laughs> not the time. You, you, see, you, see, you see Mateus go, not the time, Saf. Not the time. Terrible, terrible time. <laughs> okay, uh, speaking of Safria, that is your turn. Alright, I do, I would like to cast... Is there anyone in our party that's hurt? Is everyone fine? No one's been hit yet. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I would like to... Am I close enough to hit anyone? I think you can take your movement and, and uh, touch someone. Oh, I don't want to do that. Are we moving? Is this like a car chase? That's no, it's... No! The, uh, no! The, okay. Um, the carriage is, is stable now because... You see, if you survey the area, an arrow has gone into, like, the spoke of one of the oh, wheels okay, okay. so the carriage is stopped the horses are fine if not spooked and the carriage driver is being stabilized okay i'm gonna swing with my quarter staff at whoever looks the most hurt uh yeah you you see the guy that uh mateus and july have been beating on that is the guy to go for please god hit Ooh, uh 17 plus 5 is yes. something absolutely cool, cool. okay Yay! Are we doing cleave rules? Uh, I believe we did last time, so yes. Yes. Oh, that's an 8 on a d8 plus 3? Mmm. He's still up. But, no. by, but like, this man is hanging on to consciousness by a goddamn thread. You said 11? Yes. Yeah, that's like no. one hit point or something. What's oh. Do I have a bonus Oh, yeah. It, it is. Um, I don't know. Do you have a bonus action you can do? Not to fight him. Mm. Okay. If that's the end of your turn, then that's the end of your turn. Oh, wait. Oh, no. I have to action my... Wait. Salil as my my um, bonus action. Yeah. The UC Salil, in the coolest fashion, rises out from behind you, ready to fight. My in friend. all of his fiery glory. Yay! Just a really, really cool bird. Just a really bird. cool bird. Make sure you mark a use of your um, wild. I did. Yes. Uh, Victor, that is your turn. I will grab the hand axe that I know for a fact I've got on my inventory. And I'll make an attack against one of the one of the bandits. There's okay. like... Yeah, who are you going for? There's uh, two that are restrained right now. One guy that's up uh, and not super hurt, and one guy that's up and hanging by a thread. Uh, I'll go for the not hurt guy yet. And now we'll go. Okay. I'll attack him with the hand axe, but I'll use Blooming Blade on it. It's an evocation cantrip. And the spell works like I imbue the magic with, I imbue the weapon with magic, and if the, the character willingly moves after I hit him, I have to hit him. Uh, it takes 1d8 thunder damage, so the person is like locked into place. I'm gonna single him the fuck out. 
Okay, um, I will let you know that as a reaction, uh, this bandit is using parry. So that means he adds two to his AC against the melee attack, which is okay. what this is. Yep. I got uh, an 18. That's going to be a 20 to hit. Oh, that hits. My god. You're nice. fucking this man up. My strength is shit, and this weapon is also shit, but don't worry about it. I have magic in it. That's minimum damage. I do him one point of damage, but he cannot move or he Yay! gets a Yay. I'm just gonna locking the guy. I'm just gonna make a quick uh wisdom check to see if he knows what's going on or if he's just gonna move like next time and, and not know. No. He no fucking idea. He, he he like he like saw magic happen but doesn't know what it does and doesn't feel it right now, so he's just like, okay. Your spell might have failed, maybe. He has no idea. Uh, that is the Festinas up next. Uh, so Bella Luna is gonna go for the same... Uh, uh, Bella Luna is gonna go for the guy that you effectually uh, restrained. Uh, just because she's like, there are bigger threats than this guy that has minimal hit points. Okay, that, that hits. And that is 14 damage to this guy. Uh, Mateus is, again, gonna go for the same guy. That's a natural 20. Uh, holy oh, shit, my balls. Holy shit, Mateus. Okay, so give me one second while I do that. Mateus, in one sweeping hit, does 32 damage to this guy that at one point had almost the most health in this band of four and is now also looking like he's on his last legs. I'm about to kiss him. Done, (laughs) you're done, log out. You are done. I need to log out after all the things that you said. Uh, After everything you said. Okay, Arlena has not taken her turn yet. She is going to look at the motherfucker that Mateus and Bella Luna have just hit and be like, you even look at my family again? You're a dead man. I mean, you already are, but you'll be deader. Uh, and, she, and she's going to cast a Vicious Mockery. The queen. What a failure. Um, <laughs> what a failure. Uh, so he's gonna take, uh, so that guy takes five. The guy that the Thestinas have been wailing on doesn't look good. But neither does a guy that was also on his last legs. Okay. Uh, the two restrained guys haven't really been touched as much. Uh, so they're they're still up. They're just restrained. Uh, and Jala... Bandits. Nope. Bandits. Uh, restrained guys will make their saves. Oh my god. Guys, do better. <laughs> they both fail. They're Don't. still there. They're just fucking vibing. Once- they're rethinking their lives. Joyce's. They are rethinking their life choices. Yeah. Um, so the guy that has two hit points to his name is gonna go for July. He will probably hit me. <laughs> it's a nat one. I'm <gasps> not rolling well tonight, folks. Yes. Um, let's see. Who rolls well usually? You do. Uh, and then the guy who has seven hit points is gonna go for Mateus. Dead really? Oh, he better not hurt my feet. I don't know. Does that hit? Let me no. see. No, it doesn't. It might. Oh, yeah. No, that hits. Um, 
Roll damage, my friend. Uh, you see uh, Mateus take a blade across the stomach. Oh, my um, God. It looks like Nuh-uh. just a scratch from a distance, but he takes seven points of damage. Okay. Okay. He's fine. Guys, he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, that is the end of my bandits, because uh, half of them are fucking restrained. Thank you, Safria. You're welcome. Uh, July. My, my entangle is putting in the work right now. <laughs> my god, so If true. they hit me, the entangle will stop, but none of them have thought about that. Okay, um, I'm going to run over to Mateus and put my hand on his shoulder and cast a second level cure wounds on him. Holy shit, okay. Or actually- He comes back and I start like gagging again. Actually, I'll just do a first level one since I get to add my spell casting ability modifier. So that's, okay. So that's gonna be a lot, hold on. Okay, that is seven exactly. Oh, great. So he is back to full. Yes. And I like look at him and I'm like, are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm I'm fine. That that was it wasn't thank you. Okay, and then I'm going to um I have a bonus action. I can harness divine power. So I will be regaining uh one of my second level spell slots. Incredible. Do 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 do. Is that the end of your turn? Yes, that's the end okay. of my turn. Uh Safria, that is up to you. All right. So I'm going to have um Unless you take a bonus action. Okay, so I'm going to cast, I'm actually just gonna hit it with my shillelagh again. Whoever, just some, I'm just gonna hit a guy with my shillelagh. Okay, uh, who are you hitting? Just you- anyone, whoever like looks, just whoever looks hurt, I'm gonna hit someone. Okay, I'll, I'll say you go for the one that's the most hurt then, just for okay. my clarity. That is a 17 to hit? That hits. Okay, cool. Eight damage. Uh, how do you finish this, man? Oh, okay. So it's my it's my uh, quarter staff that I'm doing. So at first, I so I like line up the hit like a, like I'm gonna hit him with a baseball bat, and right before I get there, I like spin it around to so the bottom side, and I like hit him to the ground with it. Oh died. my god! No, yep. I love oh, that. Oh shit! Yeah, yep. you. I look you... hot while I do it. Important. <laughs> you all hear this thick, wet crack <laughs> of a man's skull just breaking and Diamond. shattering into pieces. July gets hard. It- <laughs> <laughs> so does Mateus. Anyway. Wow! <laughs> and then oh, my God. bonus action is yes. um, I want to please, God, figure this out. Okay. Salil's gonna go, and Salil is going to just hit whoever is hurt. Just hit one of the guys with uh, something called Flame Seed. Which okay. Is, yeah. Do I save or do you roll? Um, I roll. Great. Please hit this. Fifteen to hit. That exactly hits. Nice. Whoop okay. whoop. Whoop whoop whoop. Kill him. Oops. Um, so many new voices from Julian. Right? And that is oh six God. fire damage for that bandit from Salil. Oh, this, again, you have another man on his last legs of life. So many legs to be lasted on. So, so true. Uh, Victor, that is your turn. Okay, who's almost dead? Uh, you got one man almost dead. You have one person at full. 
And you have one at um, almost full. Victor, he looks at the almost dead guy, and I want to use "Told the Dead." So, like the same, the same way Trugar uh, brought, like nice. heard the the bells of death, all those uh, edgy stuff. I'm gonna use "Told the Dead" on them, and they must do a wisdom saving throw, uh, DC 14. And since it's missing hit points, I'm gonna use the D12. Oh, great, great, great. Instill the fear of God in them. That fails miserably. You don't even have to roll. How does this man fucking die? Oh, yes. I think, you know, like when you get really, really scared and you start to feel overwhelmed and your heart starts to race. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. The bells of death totally and calling him make him so terrified that he just his heart just stops oh. and he falls to the ground like like a oh. break this man has oh a fucking God. heart attack and dies yeah. you're telling me yes. just yeah. great 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 okay so the Festinas are gonna go now and they're gonna go for the restrained folks uh let's see here Arlena is going to cast you see, here's the thing. I built a bard that doesn't have a lot of attack spells because when the fuck would she need them? She's going to cast... Right now is when she needs them. Right now is when she needs them, apparently. Uh, she's going to cast Thunderclap. So this is just going to hit two restrained guys and they're going to make wisdom saving throws. Or, sorry, constitution saving throws. Uh, they both succeed. Uh, so nothing happens. You just all hear a very loud... It sounds like an amplified lyre that is just uh, strummed, but you nothing happens. Nothing comes of it. Bella Luna is going to use her movements to approach and kind of get her... Does the uh, difficult terrain apply to her as well, or is it just... Yeah? Okay. That's fine. Uh, she has enough movement to get to them anyway. And she's going to hit this motherfucker with a long sword. Nice. Oh, yeah, that hits. Shit. Uh, that's a 14. Um, and Mateus is going to strike at the same dude. That hits. That does 11 damage. Uh, you see one of the guys uh, is looking significantly more hurt than the other now, now that you've brought them down to two. But they're both still restrained, guys. But perhaps not anymore, because this is their turn. One of them breaks free of the restraints, the other does not. Okay. Uh, I should have called which one. I will say the more hurt guy breaks free of his restraints, but he does not have a movement. Or, or, sorry, he has movement, he doesn't have an action. So he's just trying to approach, uh, but he can't do anything. And the other guy's still fucking in there. July, go ahead. Y'all mind if I burn away this entangle, but I think I can get him. Go ahead. All right. Um, I would like to second level burning hands them. Okay. This is a 15 foot cone. They will both make a dexterity saving throw. DC 16. Okay, let's see. Mm, Okay, DC 16, we say? Yep. Well, fuck me. One of them succeeds, one of them fails. Um, Okay, so the one that failed is gonna take 11 damage and the one that passed is going to take six damage. And the entangle gets burned away. 
cool, cool, cool. It's not for you. All right. I'm going to burning hands the one that is still in, or I guess he's not entangled. We're twinning. Well, we're twinning, heart. Uh, the one that is, uh, that one that just kind of got burned out of the entangle as well. I think you could get both of them. You can get both of them. Home. Then I'm going to get both of them. Go for it. <laughs> uh, let me roll. Again, one succeeds, one fails. All right. So, 15 damage. Do they take half or no? Uh, they, okay, they take half one. if they succeeded. So the one that failed will take 15 and the one that passed will take eight. And then immediately after that, I'm going to use my bonus action to again have Salil hit with flame seed. So it's just a ranged weapon. So I'm just going to hit whoever's the most hurt with this. Okay, go for it. That's a nat 20. Yes, Salil! Yes, that hits. Please double your damage. Okay. So he takes how much? What is Salil's hit thing? It is okay. Come on, buddy. It's it's double dice or double damage. Uh, roll twice. Roll your dice okay. twice. Turns face oh. right now. Oh my god! Wait, no, wait, hold on. Oh my god. What are the numbers? Four plus three, seven. Seven. Oh my god, Trin. Salil rolled bad. Salil rolled a one and a two. No, I'm saying, um, oh my god, at your inability to do math. <laughs> not mad at the bird. Explain to me how Salil roasts this man alive. Yeah! Yes, he does. He starts, he like lands on him, and he like nuzzles his face into his like neck, and he starts like pecking at him, and then the pecking just starts sizzling. Yeah. <gasps> Uh, this man is almost like, oh, and then he's like, oh, fuck, shit, at that, and then dies. Good boy! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> then dies. Great, great, great. That is, the fe- no, that's Victor. That's Victor. I skipped. Is there, like, only one guy alive? There is one man alive, but he's got up quite a bit of hit points. If I use Dissonant Whispers, he has to move away from me, and I might make him run away. But then again, he also may get crazy and nobody will fucking believe him. Uh, I'm gonna go and use dissonant whispers on him. Okay. Uh, another wisdom saving throw. 3d6 if he fails. Okay. That's a natural and... 20, he succeeds. Oof. Yeah, it's okay. He still takes half the damage. Okay. You do hate to see it. The one good roll I've had all game, guys. He doesn't run away, but that just means he's gonna die. 14! And uh, he takes 7 damage. Takes 7 damage? Okay. He doesn't have to run away, unfortunately, which means he's just gonna get roasted, literally. Look at the party we got. Okay, uh, that is the Festinas now. Is anyone hurt? No. Nah. It's fucking bandits. Okay, well then. <laughs> Arlena's just gonna cast vicious mockery she's like where's your friends now huh where's your friends now fucking dead oh my god savage and he fails uh okay cool he takes six damage and on his next turn to hit someone he will have disadvantage bell luna is gonna go and she's gonna take a mofo and swing uh because that is what she knows how to do yep 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 Oh, that's super hits. Actually, wait, what fighter did I make her? That's a that's a quick. No, okay, we're good. 
Oh yeah, that's 15 damage to this guy. And Mateus is going to take a swing. Uh, that hits. Uh, the bandit's gonna go. He's going to take a swing at uh, Safria. No one swung oh. at Safria yet. Die. Oh, Lord. But he's rolling this with disadvantage, so. Oh, true. Might suck. Does a 13 hit? No. Yay! Swing and a miss from this man. Hot damn. <laughs> July? Don't hit her either, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna second level uh, guiding bolt him. Okay, great. Yes, let me just, I roll to hit. That is a 23. Yes, that does hit. Okay, so that's just gonna be 5d6 radiant damage. Ouch. Okay, that's 14. Okay, he's not down, but- Oh my fucking God. You've made a great <laughs> effort. <laughs> um, Is that your turn? Yeah, that's my turn. Okay, great, Safria. All right, I'm going to- I'm going to cast. Yeah, why not? I'm gonna cast Summon Beast. I. Hey, yo, what the, the fuck does that do? Why did you wait until now? No, actually, I'll wait. I'll wait for Summon Beast because nothing has happened yet. Okay, I'll just do what I've been doing. I'll do Thunder Wave. I'll Thunder Wave this man. Okay. Uh, do I roll or does. You save? have to roll. It's a Com 13. Com 13? He saves. Damn it. So does he take half or no? If it doesn't yeah. say, okay. Yeah, he takes half damage and isn't pushed away from me. So let's hold up for a second. I'm like, dog shit. Uh, he takes half of nine is five or four? Do you five. Round up or round down? Round five. up. Okay. Everything is rounded up. So he takes um, five damage. He is still fucking up, but and then, barely. And then Salil is going to do the same thing where he's going to flame seed him, where he's going to roll the hit. Great. I believe in you. Oh, 16 plus 5 is something. Uh, 21? You know that hits. Yes. Uh, 5 damage. How do you end this, man? Yay! Okay, Salil. Yay! Flies up at him. My, um, like, I, I know he doesn't push back because he's safe, but this is flavor. So he, like, stumbles a little bit from the, the, Thunder wave and Salil like flaps his wings in front of him and like lights him up and goes like whoosh. It's like the end of Midsummer, but in a, in a man. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! That's amazing. Uh, you all listen to this man scream because he's burned alive. Wasn't by my bird. Uh, congratulations. No, <laughs> oh, go ahead. No, sorry, never mind. Um, I was just gonna say congratulations. You are all now out of initiative. Um, with four dead men at your feet. And no one got Ooh. hurt except Mateus. True. Uh, you all see uh, Mateus make an insight check. Everyone or just Joy? Everyone can make an insight check. Victor, you can do it with advantage because you know him better. I can't do it with it. <laughs> just because you want a bone doesn't mean you get advantage. 18. I, um, wait, what is it? Insight? Insight. I also got an 18 oh plus seven. Whatever that is. I got a 10. 25. Five? Yeah. Sucks. Uh, sorry, what'd you get? I got uh, a 10 with advantage. Damn. Damn. Uh, That's rough. 
So, Victor, you you see your little bro is rattled. You you know he's, he's in combat. It's maybe the first real combat he's seen. He's rattled. A uh, man has been burnt alive in front of him. And we have been sitting here watching him scream and roasting marshmallows yeah. on his cadaver. Oh yeah, no. Okay, well I wasn't doing that. Well, I was. <laughs> Sephria, it's kind of a lot. Sephria in July, you see Mateus staring at his bloodied rapier and then at the man before him that he didn't kill but did a lot of damage on. Like he fully like split this man's stomach open and with oh. a with a rapier hit. You you see someone mildly horrified by what he's done because he's like this is a necessary evil this is a thing that has to happen doesn't make it any better that this is the first time he's helped kill someone can i go talk to him yeah absolutely i'm like cleaning up i'm like kind of making my salil's going over and kind of um what's that word cremating (laughs) yeah salil's doing the job of incinerating all of these bodies yeah yeah i kind of i like come up next to mateus and i do it like I'm, I'm very obviously loud about it, so I don't scare him. And I just kind of come up and stand next to him, and I say, "Is this the first time you've ever seen somebody die?" Oh, Jesus Christ! He oh, vomits God. into the nearest bush. Uh, I put my hand on his back. You notice as you're doing this, Arlena and Bella Luna are watching, very concerned, but they're letting this moment happen like maybe this isn't the best time for parents to be stepping in maybe this is something else and Mateus lifts his head after a moment he shakes his head wipes his mouth he says no that's not the first time I've watched people die uh but it is the first time I helped do it um and I don't feel good about it I don't feel good about any of this uh even though they were trying to kill us uh I just you know, I need like a solid couple hours to process that and not try to throw up my insides. But uh, good work, and uh, thank you for helping. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm just here now. <laughs> I'm just here now. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out my hand very slowly, but kind of like up towards his face. He lets you. Yeah. So I just kind of like cup his cheek in my hand. I'm just gonna give him like a little guidance. So he mm-hmm. just gets this kind of like, he gets a D4 to like one roll within the next hour, like, cause he's not hurt, but I just kind of like try to give him like a little comforting spark. And, and I just say, it's really hard, but you have to remember that you're doing it for people that you care about and not everyone the other person almost always isn't doing that. So just try to remember that. And I'm glad that you were here because it could have gone differently. He nods slowly, processing the words, feeling that like lights of Eliora's warmth in his chest. And he says, uh, thank you. I, uh, I was glad that you and Safria and Victor were, were here too. It's, uh, I couldn't imagine trying to do this alone. So thank you for your presence. Yeah. And then I just kind of like let my hand fall and I just like walk away and give him some space. Yeah. Uh, I think he sort of 
like everyone else is trying to like help clean up like the situation like you see uh arlena uh doing some more cure wounds on the driver you see bella luna uh casting mending on the wheel um because she's not a caster but high elves do get uh one cantrip as a racial feat and hers is mending because she works in a tavern and things break all the time uh (laughs) I think, uh, real quick, I think as soon as Sephiroth starts burning the bodies, Victor walks the fuck away. Like, nasty, nasty smell. I'm not yeah. gonna help with that. I'm sorry, you guys. Good fucking luck. You just oh, yeah. <laughs> wait to the side. July smelled it before. They burn people like, for funeral rites and tip her. So she's like, she knows Zephyr is acting like. like it's just like on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I've never been to a funeral in my life and I ain't gonna start now. Victor July's Kennedy. whipped out a dustpan and it's just oh, oh my god. <laughs> Khalil is helping you with like his wings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> his wings are the brush and I just have my little like vomit pail and using as a dustpan. Gross. Yeah. It's um, clean. I, you will see uh, Mateus sort of treat uh, retreat back into the uh, the coach just to just to take five for himself. Um, and I think in the wake of all this violence and as in a successful fight, uh, that is where we'll end our session. Yeah. I like fighting. I'm not like, I don't love it when it goes on for like five hours, but I'm a big fan of just like fighting in this game. Yeah. Yeah. That's like using myself. So much fun. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, congrats. Uh, on that because that was supposed to be like like the indie beyond has their encounter builder that was supposed to be like you know hard... that shit never works oh yeah dnd encounter builder is like wrong isn't it uh, yes it's so violently fucked up i'm told it's janky but it is the only thing i have to balance encounters because i don't right. know how to do it myself uh so dnd beyond labeled that as a deadly encounter uh Whoa. but i don't think any of us took any damage at any point no, no you didn't i mean but Honestly, we kind of like nerfed the encounter on our own. Like, Safria held two of them in place, and I kept one of the guys on the ground for like. Yeah, we just like quiet. stopped them from doing everything for like a Yeah, minute. y'all were, were fully, you restrained three quarters of them <laughs> at one point. Yeah. And we just piled up on one or two guys and fucking mashed them. Okay. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked it, feel free to follow us on Twitter at Roll for Rainbow and tweet at us using hashtag Roll for Rainbow. You can also follow us all on Twitter. I'm at NerdyBirdie6602. Emmett is at Boy Scout Paladin. Trin is at Trinity M. Foskett and at Tea Time Witch. And Julian is at Sonnet underscore Art. All right, folks, any advice for our listeners? Visit your local library. Visit your local library. Get a library card. Yeah. Yeah. Genuinely good advice. Get a library card. Get a library card. Libraries are important institutions. They should not go defunct. Do your part. Yes, absolutely. Digital media isn't necessarily above physical media. Yeah. Neither. Just give value to them both. Learning is what matters. Yeah. Plus, you can like put on an outfit and go be the sexiest person in your local library. Exactly. And that's what life is. You can live out your dark academia dreams, you fucking nerd. Oh, God. Another good advice is don't rob carriages in the middle of the road because there might be a ton of adventurers in them and you'll spend half of the fight on the ground and then get stabbed and die. I mean, in broad daylight, mind you. 
They were brave. They were brave. They were brave. I would have ran away at that point. If I got entangled and then watched two of my friends die, I'd be like, you know what? I'm actually getting out of here. Oh, I'm no. actually gonna go to church now. <laughs> I'm gonna turn <laughs> I'm gonna my go library. to my local library and probably get a library card. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go to my local library. Oh my god. Oh god. Volunteer okay. at my local library. I'm gonna go read Warrior Cats for three hours. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>